And we are live. Welcome to another episode of The Political Minority. Today I'm joined by two of my good friends, Sam and Wes. So say hi, guys. Hi. And today we're just going to be going over some misinterpretations of the LGBTQ community and just some ways that we can try to help them and help ourselves in sort of expanding our knowledge so that we're not so one-sided and opinionated and just so that we can understand each other better. Yeah, um, so basically, like, one thing that I noticed, like, with, with a lot of people is that a lot of people get most of their information about the LGBTQ, about the LGBT community from, like, a lot of memes and stuff. Like, I, talk, I talked to you about this before, the whole I identify as attack helicopter meme. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was, like, it was created originally to be, like, a transphobic comment, you know, bashing on people yeah. who identified as the opposite gender, you know. Yeah. But opposite gender. Opposite, yeah. Well, who, who identify as, say, you know, like, who identify as transgender. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but, like, and it's... It's important that people know that most of the time it's just it's not it's not good to get your information just from one singular source, especially from a biased source. I know yeah. a lot of people who are kind of like anti LGBT. They surround themselves with people who are also anti LGBT and don't mm. have firsthand experiences. Yeah, that, right? and it's kind of it's. It's it's unfair to say oh you know we're make you know it's unfair to make claims about people in the LGBTQ community when you also don't have firsthand experience really yeah you know? so like that's yeah. like that's like trying to inform a farmer about different growing seasons so yeah, yeah. it's like you don't understand that stuff like there's actually people who are going through something that you will not ever have to go through in your entire life it's not like sam just woke sam or wes woke up one day and we're just like you know what i think it would be cool to get judged wake up and be judged no you are born with it you cannot help it exactly. yeah. you know what i mean and, and it, it's like like one thing that i thought of like really was like like, when I came out as bi, like, last year, February, mm-hmm. like, a lot of questions that I got was, like, hey, Sam, like, so why are, why do you choose to be bi, or why do you, why are you, you know, attracted to males? It's not a choice. <laughs> it's it, not a it, choice. It, it, it isn't a choice in the first place. That's, like, me, me, like, going up asking you, hey, Ian, you know, why did you choose to be a guy? You know? Like, I never Boy. asked to be transgender. I hate it. Every day is a struggle, but it's who I am, and exactly. I can't change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's it's who we identify as, and, you know, just because it's we get retaliation from it, it doesn't mean we're going to back down. Yeah. Right? We're going to be prideful of who we are as human beings. Yeah, so. and that that's really important, is is understanding yourself before you can try to even comprehend anybody else. You know what I mean? So, like, Wes, you probably, you love yourself. Like, you need to be able to love yourself and accept yourself before you can go and judge others about their sexuality, about their economic situation. You, it's, it's just horrible how, how recent it is that, um, like, I remember we were learning in 
world studies how just we're made a timeline and it's just so recent that that segregation and slavery is to how to how recent this is now like my teacher asked us to rate the democracy of the United States on a scale of 1 to 10 and honestly there's still so much hate and discrimination in Washington and in society and the only way we're going to be able to move forward is if we can all agree and get along no matter your differences no matter the way you look the no matter your size we we're all human we all need to get along and we all need to make this a better place because this is our home exactly yeah you just said that (laughs) so perfect yeah and it's like a lot of people don't understand that right Mm. like they feel that just because like you know another person is different then that must mean that they're it's a whole different beast right no Mm -hmm. like for for me and like one thing that a lot of people have noted like about me is that like i don't flaunt my sexuality like Mm. i'm just gay like i like that that's just me (laughs) i i am gay but it doesn't mean like you know i'm pushing it in everyone's faces Mm -hmm. i guess my whole existence isn't i'm transgender like i have so much other stuff going on in my life and that's not at the top of my list no i don't think it's it's not really the top of most people's list right you know it's just something that's like you know hey i identify as this and that's just you know who i am right yeah you either either accept it or you don't you know like when i came out as bi like i lost like like i'm pretty much an entire friend group and like you know it sucked at first but like looking back at it and i'm like those weren't real friends because real friends would accept you for who you are right away right Mm -hmm. they wouldn't be like oh you're gay that's kind of gay right yeah and like your sexuality and your your um like what you identify as should not be the most important thing about you like there's so much more sam there's so much more to you than your sexuality Wes. there's so much more to you than your sexuality and hell there's way much more to me than my sexuality and so it's just like i guarantee you Wes, when you because i remember there's a little uh confrontation at a football game because Guadalupe hated me because strictly because I was a conservative. I don't recall that. You don't. It and it it was at a football game and I was sitting and I remember it was when like the moth and lamp memes were a thing, and we we were talking about that and like Guadalupe was like, "Oh, you posted a Trump thing on your Instagram story," and I was like, "Oh, oh um, sorry. I'm trying to socialize in public and trying to make friends right now." And, like, I'm not, not calling out anybody in general, and I, I was just so confused as to why instantly, as I'm trying to have a, uh, trying to be a nice person, to why suddenly politics were just such a massive thing. And, I mean, I think that misinformation can definitely be spread, and then without having all of the information, it's easy to get mixed up in that, but mm. I don't think any of that is her fault or your fault oh heck no dude communication yeah it, it definitely and like i i remember i i talked to her about it and she eventually we we were chill on it but i was just so like the the first thing that went through my head was was like is it is this really going on right now like is is yeah. poli- like it's 
it's almost as it as if you oppose your political views with somebody, it all of a sudden becomes a threat. And I'm going to say I I am so guilty of this, and I there's no way you two aren't either. Like the everybody is guilty of judging people based on no matter what it is. Like it, I mean I get judged for my clothes. You get judged for your sexuality, and th- there's just so many things that are wrong that. And so many things that need to be fixed about society. But we can't fix them unless we all can just get along. Yeah. It's all about just like, you know, like accepting that, you know, people are people regardless of what you believe in, really, or what you identify as, you know. We're all human beings with the same heart and the same brain. It doesn't mean that, you know, because someone is gay or because someone is, you know, conservative doesn't mean they are a completely different person, like Mm -hmm. I said, you know. We're all people, and, you know, blind hatred just because another person is different is unnecessary. And, you know, that's the root cause of all, you know, all hatred and all violence and all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's unnecessary, you know, we should all learn to just appreciate each other, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of, there's a lot of violence in the world. And most of the time, it's just unnecessary. And we all need to learn to get along with each other. Yeah. So. And, and that's, and that's the most important part. And that has been the most important thing throughout history is we would not be here today if um, if let's let's use this as an example through the Christian religion. Let's say Adam and Eve hated each other and they didn't reproduce or they didn't. Uh, let's say um, like if the, the Neanderthals or the all those uh, pre pre us. What would what you say? Like pre. Um, what is this era called? Like Homo sapiens. Like Homo sapiens. No, like uh, the era we're in. Like we're in the technological era. Okay. Like oh, pre, yeah, like, like pre our era. If if we wouldn't have worked together, and we're then my phone wouldn't be sitting in front of me. First off, I wouldn't be sitting here, and you two wouldn't be sitting there. We would not have these devices that are able to communicate from each other when you're miles away from me. Yeah. It's just. Uh, society is built off of getting along. And we've seen it work throughout history. And when it starts, when when society and governments and people start collapsing, is it is when people stop getting along. Because if you look, let's say this, the United States, the Civil War, for example, if we look the North and the South, those two people, or those two sides did not get along so you know what happened chaos death and just hell and that's what happens when you don't get along but when when we do get along look at spacex and tesla and all these major corporations of these people who were able to work together and get along and that is succeeding exactly and you know it's it's just it's unfortunate because i i personally believe that you know we aren't born hateful we aren't mm-hmm. born with violence just encoded in our genes it's right learned. you know yeah like like every amount of violence always has some source right mm-hmm. like you know if if say like your school bully 
is like really you know he's getting on you and he's beating you up like when or directly when you go to school right mm-hmm. you know your first instinct might be like oh jeez he's such a jerk I wish he was you know I wish he he deserves the worst right yeah the thing is that you you only see that side of him yeah right? you know like he like he you know there's a chance that he like has like a shitty home life you know yeah and he isn't really that set off. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he had the potential to be a good kid, but, you know, someone in his life was must have been like, you know, that, that life's not for you. So mm-hmm. before you need before you judge anyone based on their personality and stuff, you need to realize that everyone has a background. Mm-hmm. Everyone comes from the same place, technically. Yeah. And we need to learn that the reason that people are different is because um, our our parental, you know, our parental people in our life, like, they're putting down these um, mindsets that, you know, this is right and this is wrong. Are you defending bullies right now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not defending bullies. I'm saying that everyone has a source. Bullying mm-hmm. is bad. You shouldn't bully. You should not bully people. But I understand what you're saying. Like, everyone has a background. You don't know what's going on in their lives. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just don't judge people, you know. Like, the old saying, like, don't judge a book by its cover, even though you should, because the person who worked on that cover got paid a lot to make a really good cover. So, you just don't judge people when you first meet them. You know, first impressions are always good but like you shouldn't be judging people just by you know how they are dressed or you know how they come off across right then the good old ian comes up or pulls up wearing ariat jeans and cowboy boots and a trump shirt right exactly you know like that's a look it's a look it's a look and you know like a lot of people like i i heard your um your podcast like episode two when we were, when you were talking about like let's all get along and like you said you wore that you wore that make America great again like, you know you got called like you got called like a racist like mm-hmm. all these like words and stuff and like I know you personally mm-hmm. I know you're not a racist I know you're not homophobic you just are conservative you know yeah. you agree with that political party and it's like that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you know you are a racist or you are homophobic or you are in favor of the majority right yeah you know it means that you agree with these certain beliefs you know it doesn't mean that you are a certain way yeah and like you you i know that you two are prominently democrat or you you lean to the left side of the spectrum is what i can say and As well, you're free thinkers. I know that that's true. I mean, everybody's a free thinker in their own mind. It's just whether or not you want to state your state publicly your opinion. Because I know some people who do not like uh, explicitizing things. Uh, But one thing that that really, really stands out to me is just how much hate is spread from side to side. And then... Like, it's blamed. It's, all of a sudden, it's, so, oh, that, you know, that blue-haired liberal, that libtard, yeah, you know her, she, she started calling me a 
racist Trump supporter, so I called her a fat lesbian whale and blah, 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 blah. And it's all the Democrats' fault for for blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. like, people can't learn that people can't help their uh, their views. Like, you're kind of born into it. You're kind of born into uh, your political party. I mean, your family's economic situation, your family's, uh, like, wh- whether or not your parents like to talk to, about politics with you can really influence your political views. Like, the, the one thing that I, like I've said in one of my other episodes, is that I love that my parents, I didn't even know what a politic was, or what a Democrat or Republican was until middle school. And it's, I heard it from school, and then I went home and started talking about it, and my parents, they wanted me to, to expose myself to it, and teach myself, and learn and use other people, and that's what I love about this podcast, is I just got off the phone with a good friend of mine, and we were taught, he's a socialist, and we were, we had a great conversation about it, and it was, it's just awesome how, if you are, if you are able to communicate, and you're able to learn, and just be accepting, to at least, at least listen to the other side, how much it opens up your mind, and how much it just, benefits your life because if you're able to get along with the adversary then you're able to get along with anybody <laughs> yeah it's just you know it's unnecessary i definitely right. agree with you like just at least listen to what the other person has to say mm-hmm. yeah and know that everyone has a different background and that however they express themselves it's because they believe that this is who they are and yeah. you shouldn't judge people based on who they are, right? Mm-hmm. Or within reason when I say that. Definitely within reason. But, um, you know, it's just about loving each other. Love is love, you know? Yes. That phrase that is said too much sometimes. But Love don't judge. Love don't judge. Exactly. You know? So. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. Just don't be a D-I-C-K about it. Yeah, exactly. You so, know, you don't need to, you know, don't yeah. need to be spreading around that. It's yeah, definitely unnecessary. So and you know. and Wes, I I have a question for you. Okay. So, have you like what is what are some main problems that you are faced being a transgender individual? That's a really good question. Um, definitely bathrooms. Bathrooms mm. are so scary. and um i don't know there's so many things that go on every day that i guess i'm kind of taking them like a lot of people take them for granted because Mm -hmm. they don't see it but like my name Mm -hmm. that's something that everyone has a right to and sometimes it feels like i don't have that Mm -hmm. um I'm not really sure. Like, there's so much that goes on every day. Yeah, because I, I remember that I was uh, on the episode with my cousin Joshua. We were discussing bathrooms. And that's one thing that I just... It's it's just whole... It's just a lot. Because there's... it's Even if you're for or against uh, having people who are transgender using the same bathroom as you, 
there's always going to be the people who are uncomfortable with it. Even if they don't declare it and state their opinion, they're going to be uncomfortable. But we need to learn that these people, these these transgender individuals are not able to help that they that in their mind they're so convinced and it's just horrible how how some people are just so rude and mean about it. And it's these honestly in my own opinion I think that they should have gender neutral bathrooms, but that's still for for someone who wants equality. I I I think that pushing the uh, the the clauses aside and saying that it's not an issue that these that transgenders are not getting judged that that's kind of what I feel like is what what would happen is I feel like there would be an uproar if the uh if all of a sudden they schools would ban a transgender using a so let's say since you are a female who transitioned to a male for you to use the boys bathroom if they said no you cannot do that we only have gender neutral bathrooms for people like for people like you i feel like that would like almost be like segregation you know what i mean there already is definitely there definitely is segregation already Um, yeah like i just dug myself into a hole i don't know how to get out of this um It's fine. It's fine. I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's compl- just like po- see. This is the thing about podcasting is it it forces you to think and it forces you to kind of be on top of yourself. Like if you get into a ramble and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shoot, what do I say? Then just stop and just be like, yo guys, I just uh, kind of forgot. No one's gonna judge you for it. The fact that you're here and you're discussing this top this very 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 controversial topic with me is just in itself amazing and that's very nice i'm just glad to have the opportunity to have a discussion without yelling and stuff that's the one (laughs) that's one thing that i'm always nervous about is i'm gonna have someone on here and i'm gonna end up saying something that they're not gonna like necessarily enjoy and then all of a sudden i'm gonna be like yo 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 i didn't mean that it came (laughs) it came out wrong yeah, but yeah, it's but the yeah back back to the whole like segregation type thing. So what do you use the female bathroom or the male bathroom at this current moment in time, or do you use the ones that are like the teacher ones, the gender neutral? Um, well, if I do use the bathroom, I use the boys' bathroom and occasionally the one in the student services office. Uh. But that's very occasionally. Bathrooms are very difficult for mm-hmm. me. So I often just don't eat or drink anything. And then oh, that's not, dude. That, pray that I don't have that, to go. At the, I'm so compelled right now to like write a letter to the school board and just like figure something out about this because I feel like it's on them. And well, I know a lot of other people that do this too. It's a big deal that people often don't realize because bathrooms are such a basic thing well yeah it's because people are this is the boys room and this is the girls room if you have a penis you go to the dude one if you have a vagina you go to the chick one it's like it's a kind of a a learned thing you're born into it but when there's people struggling like that you shouldn't just be like hiding from it at like you have a voice wes 
You have a voice. Like it's it, and it can be heard. It can be heard if you if you say something. Like I I know that uh, Mr. Luganbill, he was a massive. Do, do you know him by chance? Yes, I do. He he's a massive LGBTQ influencer in on the school board. And if you could somehow get a hold of him, I guarantee you, you guys could come to a solution. I'm not sure if it's possible to come to a solution right now. Like, I've been observing a lot of people, and it's it's difficult to fix something that's so divided. Because mm-hmm. it's literally called the boys' room and the girls' room, right? You yeah. know, it's already very segregated in that sense, and it's like, oh, it's yeah. Already- fix it it's it's a challenge Mm -hmm. and you know and i don't think that we should hold it against i mean yeah i i'm gonna be honest if i was using the restroom and a lady walked in i would probably be a little bit confused because that's just how society is if you don't really want to expose your genitals to the opposite sex and it's just going along with what you said like if a lady walked in that's how a lot of um, male to female um, people who transition from male to female people feel. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if they're forced to use the restroom assigned to their birth sex, yeah, then that's more difficult than just using the women's restroom because if they're... If they full-heartedly... Okay. <sighs> Take a deep breath. I can't speak today. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's fine. Um, like, if a woman uses the women's restroom, that's mm-hmm. great. But if she's forced to use the male restroom mm-hmm. because of, you know, the... anti-trans laws, then that's not very cash money. Yeah. <laughs> not cash money at all. And and I think that, like, the main cause of that is because people don't understand trans, like, what what's up with, um, uh, oh, someone's yelling, someone's yelling, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> but it's, you know what I mean? Because, like, I know that there's a lot of people who just don't take the time to understand it at all either. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just a it's just a problem and it needs to be addressed and it's you definitely have the right to use the restroom and you shouldn't be not eating and drinking because you're too scared to do something that you have a right to do exactly and don't don't ever if people has like anyone in the boys bathroom ever said anything to you no Okay, I was going to say, I was like, if people are saying things, then that's, like, a issue you need to bring up. Because if people are, like, legitimately bullying you and criticizing you for going in there, then that's, that's a problem that absolutely needs to be fixed. But, if I mean, if people are just letting you vibe, then... Well, uh, if I do use the restroom, I'm in and out as quickly as possible. No one wants to just hang out in a bathroom anyways. True. Yeah, uh, unless unless it's a unless it's a class you don't like. True. <laughs> so, but I know other people who have experienced 
bullying and harassment in the bathroom and it's definitely a relevant yeah case. oh it's definitely relevant oh for sure because that's it's it's a problem that's recent because you don't you didn't really have back in the forties uh, and fifties and sixties you didn't have the, like when when so I guarantee you know how you can look up a word on like Safari and then you click uh like here I'll look up the word um cat definition oh, and that shows you like usage over time yes right. yes like you look oh, at the yeah. usage yeah. over time if I look up the word so I'm gonna look up trans gender. And now I'm going to click uh, translations and more definitions. So, this is actually really... I've never even looked at this. This is crazy. So, it's a flat line until you get to, like, 2000. Then it just skyrockets. Like, 1950 flat line. 1960 flat line. 1970 flat line. 2000. Whoop! It just goes straight up. And it's it's a it's a relevant issue because then if you go to the top bar, you type in rate or you type in segregation, uh-huh. and then you uh, racial segregation. I'm gonna type racial because that'll be a little bit more. Um, and then I click down in the drop bar. Ah, oh, it's giving me a different website. I hate that. Uh, oh, there we go. I got it. Uh, segregation. Uh, ah, it keeps bringing me to this stupid website. It's making me angry. Um, oh, yes. <gasps> oh, there we go. Okay, sorry. There's some technological errors there because of some certain people FaceTiming me. So we are back, and where we left off is segregation and the usage of that over time. So I'm looking... Now, the uses over time, in the 1850s, it starts to go up a little bit. It's, and then in, nine, in the 1900s, it just goes whoop and just starts going up and up and up. So it's a very, very, very modern issue. You know what I mean? So, so that, that's why I think it's cool how I, I have the capability of doing that and looking that up and being able to just... Like, tell people that trans, uh, uh, what is it, transphobic? Being transphobic is a very, very relevant thing right now. And it definitely needs some, needs some switcherooing. Some switcherooing. A nice little knockout. Before the word did. Well, yeah. Well, no, I know, no, but I'm just saying, like, uh, the use is over time. Like, it, uh, I look up racial segregation, so this is, like, probably relating to um like the black segregation because it's definitely like it says mentions in like the 1800s and stuff i mean the line is like squiggling because it's obviously being used but i think if you really do think about it it was very widespread once the whole um like black lives matter movement no not black lives matter the whole like martin luther king jr and when all that stuff started happening, that's when uh, the awareness is the word I was looking for. The yeah. awareness is brought to attention. Because, I mean, people obviously know about it. It's just when everyone wants to take initiative is when it starts to be recognized. Yeah. So, 
Okay. Yeah, uh, I think that that probably concludes the episode. If if I if I'm being honest, that was a pretty good conversation there. Got a lot of yeah. points points across there. But yeah. Do you have any questions for me? Um. Yeah, honestly, I I I do have a question for you. So, right. like, when you're coming out to your family and your friends, how how difficult was that for you? Well, um, it all depends on who you're coming out to, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the first person, because I realized that I was um, at least bi when I was in seventh grade, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that, and I didn't tell anyone for, like, two years, because, you know, I was surrounded with, like, you know, like, Jacob Cooper, Logan Goback, you know, and yeah. they are, you know, not very um name dropping oh my gosh sorry um well okay uh dude it's jacob and govek what are they gonna do they're gonna hear this <laughs> well okay well, name drop like that but okay um, <laughs> but i was surrounded with uh, that group of people um and like you know like i'm still in a group chat with them but like i don't really associate with them anymore but it was very hard to tell like go out on my story and say hey i'm bi by the way um you know like that was a really difficult thing to do um it was like it, it was very challenging you know because the mm-hmm. first person i ever came out to uh was one of my best friends at the time um she already was open about being bi so when i came out to her you know it was a lot easier to do that yeah. right when i came out to my mom and dad who are you know my mom's very left and my dad doesn't really you know doesn't really care all that much um so it was you know it was it was difficult but it i did come out to them and it was you know and i'm glad i did the most challenging thing for me however was um on my dad's side uh my my grandma and grandpa used to be catholic Mm -hmm. um and uh like they live in like taylor county um, which is very like hick ish. My dad's side is pretty is pretty redneck. Um, so, and I like I just like I've been out for like I've been out for a long time, but it took me until uh, probably August. You know, it took me about until August where I no actually no it was Thanksgiving dinner. Thanksgiving oh, yeah. Thanksgiving dinner. I um. I stood up and I said, hey, guys, I, I need to tell you something. And um, I said that I was gay to my entire dad's side of the family. And it was... That's actually like, that's actually really cool that you were that you were able to just stand up for yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you were able to yeah. just like overcome the hurdles and just just get it out there. And it's, yeah. it's probably a very, very stressful thing for you. And I can completely understand that. And the the only like I I I don't understand it firsthand and that's why I'm I'm enjoying talking to you guys about it because you guys understand it firsthand and if I can get the yeah. the information the experience from you guys and I, well I I would I would not say everyone has it the same though I guarantee you that there's some people who they they shelter themselves for so long and they stay in the closet and because they're too afraid to stand up for themselves yeah well. My, my mom was, uh, dating this one guy for a while, and, um, when, 
when he died of um, brain cancer, mm-hmm. like a while back, um, and that was really hard um, for my mom. And uh, but we learned from um, we learned from his sister that he was a um, a closeted homosexual, and wow. um, he lived his entire life like you know he lived he lived his entire life not you know, being in certain relationships and not being to who he is. Just you know? think so it's about like, that. I, I, if I could say anything to, like, the wide, you know, group of, you know, closeted people of the LGBTQ community, just, like, you know, be prideful with who you are mm-hmm. because nothing about you is wrong. Nothing yeah. about you is ever, you know, you. everything about you is great. Mm-hmm. And everyone is great for their own individual reasoning. Mm-hmm. Just because you're a certain way doesn't mean that you should be shunned. Mm-hmm. You are an amazing individual regardless of where you come from and what you stand for. Go off, Sam. So, yeah, it's... But it's hard. It is extremely hard. It is hard. definitely very hard. It expe- mm-hmm. Especially, like, who we... Like, because some people, like, I have, like, been to um, at Memorial High School... Um, there is the Gender Sexuality Awareness Club, and, um, like, I've heard coming out stories that haven't gone over too well, you know? Mm. I've heard stories that are not, you know, I, that make me very thankful for the family that I have, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's very difficult for a lot of people, because, you know, for a lot of relatives, it's a new concept, like, um, and... One thing also is that um, my um, my aunt is um, my aunt is transgender, and um, preach. She did not realize that until she was forty years old. Jeez, that's like Caitlyn Jenner. She went through her entire life. She went through a marriage, and. All that stuff and living in a very Catholic home. And then when and at the age of 40, you know, she realized who she truly was. And I'm like, and then had the Damn. balls to come out. That's that's awesome. That's Yeah. And to be open with that, like, yeah. I give I give so much props to her. Yeah. Um, but I guess like, you know, if when it comes to coming out, like some like even if it's you know the hardest thing you can do there will always be a silver lining and it will always get better eventually mm-hmm. and that's anything, it will always get better that is that is a great thing that and that honestly if if we end it here that would be like the best closing line ever so uh yeah i'm just gonna go ahead and call her here because i got to go learn some cubaza because because <laughs> jazz for all of those of you listening, you do not understand what me and Sam are talking about right now. But, oh, here, I'm going to plug it really quick. Listen to Cubaza by Mario Baza because it's a good song. All right, we're going to call it here, folks. Have a great night. Goodbye.